tuning in to Art and Business and Murals, a podcast about running a small creative business with interviews, artist stories, and industry tips. I hope this podcast keeps you company on what can sometimes feel like a solo journey. Hi, and welcome to episode eight of the Art and Business and Murals podcast. And today I am talking about something a little bit different. It's not necessarily art-related or creativity-related. It's more mindset-focused. So today I'm talking about having a grateful mindset. Now, today, if you're listening in real time, is Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to those of you that do celebrate Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or Yule or Kwanzaa or whatever you might celebrate. Or maybe you don't celebrate anything at all. Maybe it's a Happy New Year to you or... Later on, it could be Happy Chinese New Year or whatever you happen to celebrate. But I do acknowledge that this time of year can be pretty difficult for some people, uh, probably a lot of people. It can be a really lonely time of year if you're away from home and you don't get to be with your family. I've spent many Christmases in different countries where I've missed my family so deeply on today of all days, Christmas Day, Um, or maybe you don't have family to celebrate with. Maybe people have passed in your family and you miss them deeply, or maybe you don't have the opportunity to be with your family due to rifts, or um, maybe distance is an issue when you're separated by your family and your friends. So I do appreciate that this can be a really lonely time of year. It can also be a really tough time of year if you're an introvert and it's a lot of social outings. It can be exhausting and draining. I know for me, I struggle around Christmas time because we have both my parents have split and my husband's parents have split. So that's four sets of grandparents to visit, plus extended relatives and friends. Um, I find it really taxing, all the social events to go to and it's really hard to get my energy back up and have enough time between catch-ups. I do acknowledge that that I am very grateful that we have all our family close to us and I do get to spend Christmas with them. But I also acknowledge that it's it's a really exhausting time. And I think a lot of people have expectations, huge expectations, particularly for Christmas Day or even New Year's Eve, huge expectations as to what it should be like. And then when it doesn't pan out that way, it can be disappointing. So please take it easy on yourself. And this episode, I'm hoping, will give you a little bit of space to yourself and a little bit of time to yourself so that you can focus on having a grateful mindset. Now, if you are struggling at this time of year, if you're in Australia, you can reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. They're available on the phone 24-7 and you can also text them if you don't feel comfortable calling. So that's Lifeline. Or Beyond Blue is a fantastic service offered within Australia. They also have six free coaching sessions uh, if you need support uh, when you're feeling quite overwhelmed. Um, And then also don't forget about the Salvation Army. They have an appeal running uh, throughout December. Uh, If you 
have a really fortunate life and are able to donate and support the Salvation Army, I strongly suggest you do that. Otherwise, if you need support yourself, the Salvation Army are always there. So in today's episode, we're talking about having a grateful mindset. Uh, Now, I understand that my family, my husband and my son are extremely optimistic people and whenever I'm having a tough day and I'm struggling to be grateful at all, um, the last thing that I need is for one of them to come in and say, okay, yeah, we understand you've had a bad day and you had a tough client and you didn't get paid and you had to chase this person and then that person said something mean to you. and then, it, But how, what are you grateful for? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just want to be angry for a little bit and that's okay. So if you're not in the space to be grateful right now, that is completely fine. But if you've been in that space for too long, for days and weeks, and even months, you need to get some help. I am not the person to help you. I am not a psychologist. I am just giving you tips and tricks that I use to try and put myself into a more grateful mindset, which I believe overall helps with my mood and my mental health. So one of the things that I do if I am not in a great mind space and I'm going around in circles and ruminating and I'm finding it really hard to even just think of one thing that I'm grateful for, I try to snap myself out of it. I know that I just made that sound super easy. Just snap out of it. That's not what I'm saying. But I have different techniques that I use that help my brain switch, be a little bit more open. So one of the things that I do, and I I understand not everyone has this luxury, but we have an ice bath at home. So I will throw myself in the ice bath and there is nothing like a 10 degree icy water to flick your brain. If you do not have an ice bath, get in a cold shower or stick your head in the sink full of water with some ice cubes in there. Scream if you need to, but I can almost guarantee that that cold water exposure is going to flick a switch in your brain that essentially wakes yourself up and gets yourself ready and you're going to be more open to having a grateful mindset. Another thing you could do is go to the gym or if you don't have a gym membership, go for a walk around the block. I know this is said over and over and over again and even I get sick of hearing it. But, you know, if you've got a low mood, if you're in a low mood, exercise. But it's right. It doesn't have to be sprints. It doesn't have to be burpees. It doesn't have to be horrendous. A walk around the block, even if you're chatting on the phone to a friend, can really shift your mindset. I like to punch things in a non-violent way. So my husband will hold boxing pads for me while I go to town on the boxing pads, not my husband. And I'll do that solid for five minutes until I make myself a little bit nauseous and then I'll stop and I'll feel better. So that's something that you could try to help shift your brain into a space where you might be more willing to think about the things that you're grateful for. So one of the things that I've been doing, um, if you've ever read the book, The Artist's Way, which was recommended to me probably 12 times before I actually thought, oh yes, I should read that. And one of the practices from the book, The Artist's Way, is every day to do morning pages. So just 
write down three pages, just write, write, whatever comes out of your brain, nothing's right or wrong, just write. So in my morning pages, which let me tell you, are never in the morning because I am not a morning person and I'm not going to get up half an hour early to write pages. So my morning pages are always at nighttime before I go to bed. And at the end of my three pages for morning page, evening pages, uh, I write three things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes I've had a great day and I've been really present. So it's been really easy to pick up the things that I'm grateful for. And other days it's really tough and I'm just kind of like, Meh. Oh, I'm just grateful that I'm in bed. Like, <laughs> And that's okay. It's not going to be easy every day. I also make sure at the end of that, I write down my affirmations. So I have five different affirmations that I write five times each. And I feel like this has really helped me with a positive mindset as well. The other thing is we have a set of cards that are called grateful cards. And if you get overwhelmed at the idea of naming three things you're grateful for, because you could essentially pick anything. I'm grateful for grass. Like these cards are really good because they're specific. So we pull a card at dinner every night and it'll be really specific things like um, name two talents that you have that you're grateful for or name one thing that you saw in nature today that you're grateful for. So they're really specific and they really narrow it down. There was a great one last night that that said, um, name one smell that you're really grateful for. And my son was in the kitchen behind me putting his plates away and he goes, oh, I know, it's the smell of mum when she gets out of the shower. And then, of course, I burst out crying because... I'm in touch with my emotions. Um, but those cards are really good because they're really specific and they make it a little bit easier to find different things to be grateful for. I have one son who's eight years old, Coda, and because he is an only child, I feel like a lot of my parenting is around giving him everything I possibly can but without him being spoiled. So we really try to keep him as grateful as possible for what we have. And he told me the other day that he wanted all these things from Santa, this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing and an iPad from Santa. And in my head, I thought, gosh, he needs to be grateful for what he's got. But the fact of the matter is he is quite grateful for what he already has. He says it all the time. Oh, mom, I'm so grateful that we get to go to the beach today. And oh, mom, I'm so grateful that I have this soccer ball. And so he is really thankful what he has. And if you think about it from the outside, if Santa was also offering free gifts for Christmas to adults, I would get in on that too. I I would also ask for an iPad and probably a jet ski. So I get I get where he's coming from and it's it's hard to find that balance, particularly when you've got one child or even any children to keep them grounded and grateful for what they have. Another thing I like to do to show gratitude each day is move myself into a space where I'm instantly feeling grateful. So I have a couple of places that I go that make me feel so grateful for what I have. One of them is the beach. I only live 20 minutes from the beach and it's not just a beach. It is the most stunning beach, white sand, 
crystal clear water when it's not been storming. It is, it is just beautiful. And because I live on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, the weather here is stunning. So in the middle of winter, you can head down to the beach in a hoodie and it's just bright sun on your face, vitamin D on your sun, on your skin. And it's whenever I go there, I am deeply grateful to be where I am. Uh, another place that I go is um, I have a balcony at home and you walk out onto the balcony and see the farmlands over the back of the suburb that we live in. Um, and it is stunning. And there are birds flying around everywhere and it is just beautiful and calm and serene. And I sit there on our outdoor couch, generally with our cat. And every time I'm there, I feel deeply grateful for the home that we have and the space that we're living in and the careers that we have. And so maybe identify one or two spaces that you go or can go to that make you feel deep gratitude for the space that you're in. I know that my husband loves to go into the bush. He'll go to a waterfall or he'll go climbing a mountain or he'll just he'll just get anywhere into nature. And that that gives him a really grateful mindset to be there. For me, mountains and nature give me high anxiety because I think there are snakes everywhere. So for me, that space is the beach. So I hope a few of these things have helped and I hope that you really find a space for yourself today to be grateful. I have a challenge for you. Hopefully in the next week, you can find at least 10 minutes a day and I would like you to find a piece of paper or even better, a notebook and every day sit and be still and I want you to write down five things that you're grateful for every day for the next seven days. And at the end of that week, I want you to give yourself 20 minutes to sit and reflect on how you're feeling. So how you feel after that week of gratitude, do you think that practice is serving you? Is it helping? Is it lifting your mood? Do you feel more grateful? Do you feel more present? And do you think you can keep trying it for another week? And each week, keep coming back and reflecting on this grateful practice. Take the notebook with you everywhere. I generally try and fit it in when I'm sitting in the line to pick up my son for school because sometimes I can be there for half an hour so I can get all my morning slash night pages done in an afternoon in my car waiting for my son. So take your notebook with you. You never know where you can fit in 10 or 20 minutes to be present and writing what you're grateful for. And I hope you have a great day today and I will see you next week. Tuning into the Art and Business and Murals podcast. Please feel free to reach out by email at podcasts at sarahscully.com or follow up the show notes on the website at sarahscully.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and fellow creatives. I'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which I record this podcast, the Gubby Gubby people, and I'd like to pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. <laughs>